Last time, on a very special Clara vacation. Luke, so you're telling me you think all those sharks in that tank are robots? They're all robots, you can tell by the wires. Well, look, we got a problem here. We, yeah. it, it's, a, it's the 4th of July episode, and we're not in America. We're in Vancouver. We gotta get to America. Well, I did run into our old friend. Bonjour! George LaFontaine! Merci. Do you have a plane that could get us to America? No, but up aboard my barge. Oh, we're on board his barge again. <sighs> hey, we're in Nome. How do we get here? I oh, I'm out of here. Ah, oh, George LaFontaine really picked up English fast. We woo, we woo. Bye, bye, George. Bye, George. Well, I guess we're in America now. Oh, did you hear that? They just shot the tapes. God bless the USA. Their cannons and their fireworks shot our tapes. We lost all our recording. This episode will be lost forever. How? Well, it's a good thing we recreated it. I mean, yeah, in the future. And now, on a very special Claire vacation. Back in 2019, a lazy stoner and a deadbeat dug up all their thoughts and feelings and put them in their name recordings. Now the podcast comes out weekly, and if it doesn't, just be patient. All the people and the places, right up in your freaking faces, Clara Vacation. Ba-doop, doop, 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 hey, that's my line. Welcome back to Claire Vacation. Um, in Nome, Alaska. Fucking George LaFontaine. I'm sorry, Mrs. Kyle's Mose. That That's like out the gate. I shouldn't be cussing that much. I just want to say, don't let that recap get you twisted. We came prepared today. We came prepared last week, and we lost the footage or the the sound recording it'll be our lost episode mm-hmm. how many podcasts do you know with a lost episode i can think of four all right let's name them no no alaska is where we is mm-hmm. well, i was chilling at the jensen cemetery it's good good time good fourth of july until the rockets and stuff ruined our recordings yeah, yeah. but it's all right it is all right we're in America. It feels good to be back on native soil. It really does. And by native soil, do you mean soil that was taken from the natives? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in Nuwapak? We're going to talk about that later. But what mm-hmm. you got for me? What, what you said you did some research while you were here in Nome. Well, I'll give you a little taste. As you may or may not know, Big Nome. No, no. Oh. Okay. We're not in Canada anymore. Right, right. With right. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. We, we drove through Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. And yeah. we didn't even know it. No. Well, you may our, have known it. What, are on our way from Montreal to Vancouver? Mm-hmm. In the yeah. BAM. Well, you were in the VR headset. Yeah. That was it was really pretty, actually. Oh, yeah? I like Saskatchewan. I'm sure that was great. It was, it was kind of... It was, actually. You know what was crazy about that? What? Is there wasn't even a gun that was all in the VR headset. I what know. I I don't know what I was ho- I don't know what I was holding on to. It really added to the tension. I just saw how scared you were when you realized you had sex with a ghost and I mm-hmm. kind of wanted to see that face again. It was It wasn't as good without the ethereal. eyes. 
you know mm-hmm. like the eyes is really what sold it and when you were in the vr headset i just had your mouth to go off of mm-hmm. and that was you know moving a mile a minute because you were talking to me the whole time yeah i mean it wasn't the most well thought out kidnapping but it, I, it, turns I it, it worked out pretty well especially with my own plan going on like it was right. cool how you guys adapted it well we're I'm light on my feet. I don't know too much about Aloysius. He kind of gave my whole plan away. Mm. You know, when he was just like, this is what you said when we planned this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't do his Pierre voice. It's just too good. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of like that. But, I can't uh, do it. Yeah, neither can I. Um, So, I mean, I still can't believe that... We went through all of that. It didn't even work because you still don't believe in sharks. Yeah, well, that's because they aren't real. Well, to you. But you know what are real? What is real? Dogs. What? And uh, dogs have a very special place in Nome, Alaska, as I found out. Dog houses? No, man. Dogs mansion. We are standing at the finish line right here. This little line on the ground? Yes. Is the finish line to the Iditarod dog sled race. Uh, Held every year, except for leap years. And years ending in seven. But every other year, it is a race spanning a lot of miles and done by people and dogs together. You know, I... One of the most... One of nature's greatest examples of uh um i don't know what symbiosis uh symbiotic symbiotic relationships symbiya my lord man symbiya racing across the wilderness for fame for fortune for glory but truth be told i did not learn too much about the iditarod i mean i have never done a rod but i'd like to do a rod hold on we should clarify some things from last episode we should if i may from the last episode? Yes. The yeah. Laust. The Laust. The Laust episode. The Laust episode. All right. What would you uh, like to For one, uh, Confucius did invent Confucianism. I don't know why I got mistaken on that. It makes too much sense. Yeah. I don't know why you thought Lao Tzu had such a important role in the founding of that. Well, because, you know, he seems like a cool guy. Incidentally, he was the one who did Taoism. Oh, Dao. Down. Dao. Dao. Mm-hmm. I'm down with Taoism. Mm-hmm. Be like the water, right? Uh, be like, yes, be like water. Why not also fire and air and ground? Like, can't you learn lessons from all four elements? Well, maybe the fifth, heart. I thought it was um, light. Oh, you're talking about Captain Planet. Yeah. Oh, side note. Another is, clarification. Is Taoism the fifth element light? I, I don't know. Oh. I didn't we'll learn about We'll clarify the next episode. I learned about Confucianism. Right, because it turns out Confucius was the founder of Confucianism. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we were trying to honor the rich Chinese population in Vancouver. Granted, I got a lot of stuff wrong. Learned yeah. I do not speak Chinese. You learn that you don't speak a lot of languages. It's all right. I still got Russian. Fr- uh, oh, wait. No, I don't have French. Spanish. I still know Spanish. And, of mm. course, uh, the Inuit, the Inupiaq language. I learned a, I learned a word or two of that Ooh. while we were in Nome. 
Let's hear a few of those words. Well, I learned one word, and oh. that is Nami, which brings me to kind of our first thing. Facts about Gnome. Facts about Gnome. Nami. Not, well? No. Okay, what does Nami... Whoa. What did, my chair broke. No! I know. Damn you, I did a rod start finish line. Finish line. I don't think it starts where it finishes. We should have just done the standing, but right. it's nice to say. I mean... Anyway, shut up. <laughs> so, okay. Nome was founded in 1898 by three gentlemen, one of whose name was Jaffa Lindbar, and they were known as the Three Swedes. Not the Three Stooges? Not, not the Three Amigos? Not the Three Musketeers? None of the above, and okay. shut up. But it's a two-person podcast, Luke. You can't just take it over completely. I okay. need a little bit of space for my witty rejoinders. Well, it's funny that you said three amigos because along with Yafet, there was also Chevy Gortenheim. Four amigos? No, there was just three. Oh, okay. But Chevy they weren't Gort- amigos. They were uh, business partners. Freunde, which is Freunde. Freunde. Swedish for friends. The boy, Freunde. Um, as they were known, and you can see on that little description right there. Did you just bastardize German to make a fake Swedish? Nine. No, okay. I mean, I'm very confident in your Swedish speaking abilities. You've. I defi- speak Swedish. I've you, never encountered someone to prove me otherwise. I mean, you're definitely batting a thousand on these languages. Well, except for French and Chinese. So, and, yeah, and Chinese. But at least you still got Russian and Spanish and. Couple of words of Inupiaq. Ah, that's Inupiaq. Inupiaq. All right, thank you. I see. They're the indigenous people of this land, and you'll treat them with respect. I would love to treat them with respect. I just have a hard time remembering names. I couldn't even remember Vladzo Valentino Liberace. So anyway, we have our three founders. Although I should say Yafet Lindbar was not Swedish, despite mm. them being called the Three Swedes. Yafet was from Norway, and that'll come back later. Seems like a little reverse racism to me. I mean, it was a different time. Right. The 1800s. Right. Anyway. Back when they were still all separate nations. So Gnome is kind of curious because no one knows why it's called Gnome. It's unknown. Because they dropped the G. There are some theories. It wasn't, okay. No, no, gnomes, gnomes did not exist at this time. Let me. Or at any time. Gnomes have always existed. They date back. At least to the 1600s in archaeological evidence. Kyle, gnomes aren't real. Listen, Luke. You can get me with the sharks, but don't for a second tell me that gnomes aren't real. I hang out with a lot of gnomes. You just everything you hear, don't you? I hang out with a lot of gnomes. I have gnome friends. All right, They have a rich cultural history. They're moving along. It's not related to the name. I'm going to get into the name origin of gnome. All right, short for no name. So they don't know for sure why it's called gnome, and it's not... Short for no name. Damn it. But you're putting the bailiwick before the petard. Yeah, I wanted to see if I could guess any of them. Well, I'll give you some hints. Okay, so the first theory has to do with that founder, Jafet Lindebar from Norway. Okay. All right. Is the theory, A, that gnome is a common uh, place name for Norway. The place is in Norway. B, is it the Norwegian word for friend? Or C, is it 
a dish in Norway commonly had with linguine. It really seems like you made that last one up, so I'm going to strike it from the record. I don't speak Norwegian, mm-hmm. so I'm going to say A. It is A. Is Gnome just- apparently is it's kind of like berg or vill. Oh. Gnome is just kind of one of those words in Norwegian. But they don't know that's the fact, which brings me along to theory number two. Now, this one I'm going to go a little different. So... There was a map, right? Mm-hmm. They were doing a n- unknown nationality. You're going to have to guess this. All right. Wrote on a map, question mark name, next to where the city was. Right. And the cartographer, seeing that there was the nearby river, the Nome River, and the Nome Cape of Nome, they re-edited the name to read Gnome, and that's how it became known as Gnome. What was the nationality of the person? Was it A, British, B, American, or C, neither of the above? C, neither of the above. Nope, it was A. You're wrong. You're a dummy. Yeah, I guess I am. All right, and number three. Never going to get that Carl's voice on my messenger box. Gnome has been suggested to be a bastardization of the local Inupiaq word Nami. Naami. I'm not sure I'm not pronouncing it. Well, that's the question. Hmm. Naami in Inupiaq means... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One moment. You did not introduce this segment of quiz time. Quiz time! Well, right, it's good so, that we got so, that. Yeah, Name. <laughs> Name. Naami. I'm not no, sure. I don't no. really speak in Nupiat, mm. and the people I talk to kind of mock me. But yeah. I won't get I into mean, that. that no, Is that a bastardization? Nami, does that mean who's there, where at, or how come? A, B, or C? Where at? You got it. Yes. I think that two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. Oh, my gosh. Listeners, call in, and you will get Carl's, what's his name? When Kyle gets two out of three questions right, yes, you call in, and we will send you your choice of any item on the Taco Bell dollar menu. Shipping and handling covered by us. That does not a guarantee we can make. It is, and Kyle has offered to finance it entirely. What a good guy. Okay. Crap. I don't even have the number to call in. I guess you could. don't. Just shut up. I mean, they could call the party line. Shh. shh. All right. Yes, callers. If you can can find my number before I sneeze. You know the number. It's out there. It is out there. Listen to the past episodes of the podcast. All right, keep going. All right, well, that kind of sums up most of the information. I got the the population today, as you can see, since they've all gathered around us to watch the recording. Yeah. It's right around 3,850. Yep, all of them are here. Hi, everybody. Say hi. Hi, yeah. Hi. Hi. We love this is amazing. <laughs> they, this is a great here. crowd. This is a great crowd, Kyle. Who's running the hospital? Am I right, guys? Well, 
that brings me to another <laughs> factoid I learned. I mean, I am the best at segues. What is that next factoid? Well, you may or may not know, as I've alluded to, and I've said that a lot this time, you may yeah. or may not know. I'm willing to bet you don't know, or at least know two-thirds of it. Okay. The Iditarod, th- this is the last place that I did a rod, but it's also the destination of a little thing called the Great Mercy Relay, the Great Serum Run, or the Serum Run of 1925. I thought the only way to get here was by barge or plane. Well, Kyle, we or may have gotten here now. by barge. And others may have gotten here by plane. But yeah. back in the day, there was a little thing called the Iditarod Trail. Okay. And you may or may not know that that trail has been in use way before the race. The race didn't actually start until the 1970s, but it was a very important trail because there are no roads, as we've established, there are no roads lead to Nome. All roads lead to Rome. Mm -hmm. No No roads roads lead lead to to Nome. And that's how you can keep them straight. Yes. I get so confused. I've been if looking you're for on the Coliseum this whole time. Like, nope, because <laughs> there are no roads to get the bricks over here. Mm-hmm. Anyway, dog sledding is was and remains one of the best ways to get around in this great white north that is Alaska. They're experiencing a heat wave right now. It's kind of hard to well, pull a sled with dogs. Well, in the middle of the summer. Yeah. But in the winter, it gets mighty cold. Okay, I believe it. And so cold in fact that blizzards happen and a populate oh i I'm sorry if we re- rewind the tape um the population may be 3850 as we can see right now but in 1900 the largest population on record and it was in fact at one point the largest city in alaska with a population of 12,500, peaking in that decade of up to 20,000. This was due to the gold rush, because those three Swedes I talked about, yeah, yep, which, which were two Swedes and one Norwegian. Norwegian. It's a little bit of a no- misnomer. Mm-hmm. A misnomer. Aha! Classic. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> so they discovered gold near Anvil Creek, mm-hmm. which is why... The city and and the folks here will tell you it should be called Anvil City because it shouldn't be Nome. Right. But the the government said, no, you can't be Nome. That's going to mess up our mail. The government. The freaking government. The government totally sucks. Speaking of the government, Mm -hmm. look, I too did some research. You did? I did. And I wish... That it was better. We'll Research. get to the Great Serum Run next episode. Uh, will we? Probably not. I did a lot of research it's, on it. It's the inspiration for Balto, right? You're right. Although Balto, if I can clarify something, he was not the hero of that run. Mm. It was a little dog named Togo, named after the country in Africa. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke, He was also a big dog. I kind of... I mean, we, we have spent so much time in Nome, Alaska. At least I mean, a week. Yeah, at least a week. But I'm talking about, like, just talking about it. I mean, like, mm-hmm. we're we're sitting pretty almost 20 minutes right now. Oh, man. Which is insane. But maybe we should do your great serum run story 
before we get into what I want to talk about because what I want to talk about is like legitimately sad and depressing. Well, I'll try and do it fast. Okay. But not as fast as they did this relay. You see, in the winter of 1924, Dr. Curtis Welsh noticed that their supply of diphtherium antitoxin had run out. But by the time he put in an order for more, the winter ports had closed and nothing was getting up there through the winter. Unfortunately, around mid-January, some kids got sick, and at first he was like, man, I really hope this is cold. But by mid-January, this three-year-old kid, he got sick and died, and the guy was like, dang, this is diphtheria. We ain't got nothing to do about it, and if this gets out of hand, everyone's going to die. The surrounding area, population of about 10,000, expect a 100% fatality rate. Because it was cold. It was winter. Mm. So they knew they had to act fast. So they radioed the people in Washington. Washington, stop. We need help. Stop. Get here quick. And that is the actual transcript. And we're talking about what Kurdish Welsh sent to Washington. Right. And Washington said, yes. We're talking Washington State, not Washington, D.C., though, right? We're talking about D.C., baby. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And they were like, the only serum we got is in San Francisco, and that's going to take forever to get there. But then somebody called up from Anchorage, and they were like, yo, we found some serum in our train hospital. So okay. they got that up to a little city called Fairbanks, mm. which is a little city in the interior. They got that over to the – they found about 300,000 units of anti-serum. No, antitoxin serum. Uh. And they were like – Listen, here's the thing about this serum. In this weather, it's only going to last 66 days before it goes bad. Right. And nobody has done this trip. It's between Fairbanks and Nome. Right. It's roughly 600 and... I wrote this down. 675 miles. A little, a little more. And nobody's done it in less than a month. Oh, crap. And they got to do it in six days. And they did. They did. Awesome. They braved temperatures of negative 80. Holy shit. Whiteout conditions. Hurricane force winds. Jeez Louise. The human spirit. And the dog spirit. And the dog spirit. Our little canine friends. Is that the inspiration behind the Iditarod? Uh, I think maybe. I don't know. That's honestly insane. It would make sense. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy. It's a great story. I wish we had more time, but yeah. we don't. Moving on. Yeah, anyway. You can find all about that on the internet. You don't need us to tell you about it, because you would need us to tell you about this. All right. So I had a friend who lived up in Alaska, right? And she's telling me about Gnome. And she's saying that there's this movie that came out about alien inductions in Gnome. Inductions or abductions? Abductions. And it was based on real disappearances that happened in Gnome, Alaska. Right? And this movie must have came out in, like, 2008 or 2009 because the article I was reading on it came out in 2009. And the article was saying that the mayor of the city at at the time was like, hey guys, there's no aliens, you know, it's just, you know, alcohol and freezing conditions, people, people aren't, you know, that cool, 
it's 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 harsh conditions up here sometimes people die sometimes people disappear but here's the bullshit about that there is a known pra- like the the m- here's the deal man there is a known practice of police officers and people in positions of authority taking Native American people out when they're drunk. And instead of taking them to the drunk tank or taking them somewhere safe, they take them out to the middle of nowhere and have them walk back to the city. And in often cases, or in many cases, these people expire due to the frigid conditions and the um, just exposure to the elements. And that's a terrible practice. And looking into this movie and the whole aliens thing, really what you find is a lot of these people who were disappearing in Nome around that time were native people who they said were walking back to Nome from smaller villages. So I'm on to you, Nome, Alaska, is, is what I'm saying. Of course the mayor doesn't want people looking into the alien abductions because what they're going to find is corrupt city officials and hooligans in the town of Nome. That's a great point. Yeah. And really funny. Yeah. I told you, it was just sad and depressing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish we could talk more about, like, the great serum run and good times and the the ability of the human spirit to overcome all of nature's odds to save people. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way. We all live on this planet. Yeah. Well, anyway, want to get out of Gnome. Is that... What... What is that? Hello! Whoa, what is it? Luke, is th- I think I think an alien just landed was next that to a us. Flying saucer? That was a flying saucer and it, and someone came out and said hello. Howdy! You speak English? Yeah, you sure do, partner. What you you sure do, partner. What what well, I heard you talking about us, and I just wanted to set the record straight. Are you an alien? Mm-hmm. Where do you come from? I come from Uranus. The planet, or like literally my anus? You know it is Uranus, but we pronounce it Uranus. Ah, well, you're in your Uranian, but I'm surprised your body looks as the way it does. You figure in a gaseous planet, you all would have... Nope, we look like you! You look like us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously I'm looking at you, so I see that you look like us. But when it comes to aliens, I'm not sure if you're doing like a deep contact thing where you're just well, looking partner, like something. Well, partner, if you give me a chance, I can explain everything in a very satisfying manner. Please explain everything to me in a very satisfying manner. Well, you were talking about us aliens and and the corrupt officials and gnome, and I just wanted to set the record straight. We were abducting some of them. Not most of them, and that don't mean to undercut whatever you said, but we were definitely doing some abductions, because they had gold. What is an alien going to do with gold? Superconducting? Exactly, partner. Well, that's a probably a better We've use of it We've been coming to Nome, Alaska for nigh on a hundred years now, on yeah. our flying saucer. I mean, that kind of checks out. Why haven't you made yourself known to people? Oh, we do it all the time. Nobody pays attention. They just think we're country bumpkins. That's why we we land on your planet and we say, I was abducted. But we were really the ones doing the abductions. 
Well, so that makes perfect sense because you look like mm-hmm. us. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you something. Do you have any gold? As a matter of fact, I do. I have a couple of cubes of bullion. Will you take us somewhere if we give it to you? Only if you guess my name. Uh, I want to say Gagorgax. Nope, that's my dad. So pretty good. Gagorgax Jr.? Nope, it's Therax. Therax, of course. Therax Skibbity Jimp. Of what? Of uh, the Connecticut Skibbity Jips? No, of the Uranian Skibbity Jips. <laughs> well, I've never been to Uranus, so I don't know much about their uh Would you system. like to? Kind of. All right, I'll bend over. I'm gotcha. You got me, Thorax. Thorax. Hey, I think it was Thorax. Thorax. I didn't hear it. Um, It's Thorax. Oh, okay. uh, Luke, Luke, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. What's up? This guy's trying to take our gold. You have gold? I mean, I've been holding down on me. A couple cubes of bullion. Gold bullion. I thought it was beef bullion. I thought we were gonna make a stew yeah, well, later. Like that's how I. We're running it. low on food. Well, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, it's kind of a dual purpose, right? Like one, they don't steal the gold because they think it's beef bullion. Mm-hmm. Two, we can use the gold bullion to sell for food money. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's maybe a, it he's was got a perfect some food. Plan, maybe, but he's got. Hey, Therax. Yeah. Do you have any food? No. Well, nothing you can eat. All right. I'm gonna go back to talking to Luke again. Look, they don't have any food. Damn. I know. What are we going to... Well, they're uranium. Why would we... Why would they have any food that we can eat? I don't know. They look exactly like us. Yeah, they, they do. blend into society. Except for that big, bushy beard he's got. Oh, I've and seen the red people, pajamas. I've seen people with big, bushy beards and red pajamas. Yeah, okay, fair I enough. mean, like, yeah, okay, fine. It is kind of a classic prospector look, but... Mm-hmm. I sure do look like a prospector. Let me ask you this. Some, I think some, he can hear us. I think he can, but like... What were you going to ask me? I was going to ask you, what brand of Long John's are those old prospector things that you see in all the cl- cliches? I mean, surely it had to originate from somewhere, but who is making that kind of mass-producible... These are Skibbity Jimps original. The Eurasians brought... Original. Long, wait, not Eurasians. We made Uranians. Uranians. We're Uranians. Uranians. Made the original red long johns? Mm-hmm. With the butt flaps? That's how you gotta poop. Yeah, especially if you have an outhouse. If you come from the earth or you come from Uranus, it don't matter, you poop out your butt. That's my catchphrase, you poop out your butt. Yeah, I mean... Now, you do you got gold? Are you gonna give me the gold? Or are you just gonna sit there and talk well, to me? Well, I'm not gonna just give you the gold i need something you don't have any food it's the classic mm. gas grass or ass and uh, not for one or another but i'm not looking for you to pull down your ass flap with that big bushy beard of yours mm. and give me breaking me off a piece well to be honest partner i was just gonna abduct you but then you got that important message out and i decided maybe maybe i'll get this guy some break but but the fact of the matter is, what do I, Uranian, have that you could possibly want other than food, which we established you can't eat? Right, and ass, which as we have established, I don't want to break off a piece. All right. What about, Suit yourself? can we ride in your flying saucer and you could take us to, I don't know, Spokane's not that far away. I've been trying to go there since hmm. the beginning. 
Well, that's a proposition. I mean, you don't necessarily have to take us to Spokane, but you could take us anywhere. And in exchange, I've got, I will give you two of my three bullion cubes. All right. I need to use the other one for food. Here, stick out your claw. Uh, We call them hands. What's that weird looking thing? It's got all the five fingers on it. That that's my hand. That's no. That's a weird looking claw, Mister. Well, you guys. I never been... noticed. He, he's got crab claws. That's right. I'll pinch you. I, I still say that this is some sort of hologram, man, because I could have sworn he had hands. How's this ago. for a hologram? Smack, smack, pinch you up. Look, he's smacking me with his crab claw. Now you're going to give me that gold, buddy. Are you going to take me where I want to go? Why are we going to shake? I can stomach that gross phalanges for a second. Are you going to chop it off with your crab claw? It's closed. All right. I'm shaking your crab claw. Shake. 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 All right. All right. All right. Thanks for the gold. Where'd he go? He just floated up into the clouds. I'm flying up. I mean, really. A man's as good as his word. Now, thank you for the gold. I mean, I definitely appreciate the flare on pulling us up with a tractor beam instead of just letting me... It's the only way you can do it. You climbed up into the door. Well, yeah, don't work on Uranians. Why would you make a tractor beam when you could just walk in? You gotta get biosignatures for that business. Oh, I get you 100%. You know, with the doors. So many people try and enter into forces where they're not just equipped with the right biosignatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's They terrible. lack the right mold. Mm-hmm. And they don't have claws. That's right. Uh, wow, I really kind of took a shot in the dark on that one, but turns out I was right. That's pretty insane. All right. Well, we're here. We're here. In that sp- was fast. That was. I mean, s- saucer travel is definitely the way to go. Hey, Therax. Thorax. Th- th- Therax. Yeah. What do you want? Uh, Get out of here. Kick. I'm, I, th- I think Luke was. I actually feel all right. I like. Oh, man. What is. This is a giant marshmallow. Enjoy the marshmallow. Are you okay, Kyle? I'm not. I did not eat the marshmallow. Oh, man. Yeah, I think I'm on a pile of wood. Uh-oh. I think there's a lot of spiders on this one. Oh, no. I'm looking at a spider right now. How big? It's a pretty big spider, Luke. I need to get up this pile of wood. Well, here. I'll Can pick you, you up. You, uh, <sighs> and guess what, man? He was lying. He has food. Look at this marshmallow. Yeah, you, it's big enough to land on. I'm a little sugared out, man. Well, I'm hungry, so I'm going to dig in. I had nothing but gummy bears and gnome. Hey. Uh, it, uh, this, We're in Spokane. Really taking it. Hey, we are. That's pretty neat. Here. Have some marshmallow. I think it might cure what ails you. I'm a little sugared out, Luke. Take this marshmallow and eat it. All right, I'm taking the marshmallow. I kind of feel even worse. All but right. I'm, well, I'm that's, not your, gonna lie that's your damage. It, it, my damage you caused me. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, you know, now that we're in Spokane, I don't know what to do. I'm in a lot of pain. Can we go get me to, like, a hospital or something? All right. I'll call an Uber. 
Mm-hmm. Already. Yeah, the hospital. How'd you know? That's crazy. You guys are the best. All right. You don't mind me bleeding all over your car, do you? No, it's cool. Get in. All right, I'm in. Where are you going? Uh, we're going to the hospital. Oh, that's right. All right, thanks, mister. Thanks, mister. Yeah, get lost. Oh. What? Uh, he's right. certainly not getting a tip. When we're at the hospital, what do we do now? I mean, I how mean, much time do we have left in this episode? Oh, another 10 minutes for mm. sure. Huh. And so that's kind of funny. What? He took us to St. Luke's. That's your hey, name. that's my name. I know. It's a. Uh, of course, I was name. named after Jedi Master Luke. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Oh, uh, I mean, they patched me up pretty quick. It turns out that fall to the the wood wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't that bad. I just had a couple of bruises. Oh. And a splinter in my brain. Maybe there were spider webs, and that's what broke your fall. Maybe there were. I wonder how strong spider webs are. You know, this is actually kind of funny that you bring it up, because this one time I was in my room. And a spider was on my windowsill, and I smacked it, and then it died, and then I ate that spider. And ever since I thought that they would kill me. Listen, shut up. And now they've broken my fall. Yeah, that's pretty good. Life is a musical now. Mm-hmm. I hope you know that. Uh-oh. I hope you think it's cute. Doctor, doctor? Because, wait. Hold on. Brain damage? Oh, man. No. Severe brain damage? No. No brain damage. Extreme seer- mm. severe brain damage? Doctor? TBI? Doctor? Doctor? He's just do- saying doctor over again. Yeah, doctor? I don't know. I don't know what to do about do- this either. Doctor, can I talk to my friend Luke for a second? Hold on. He wants to talk to me. All right. Yeah. Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke, I, I had something like super important. Look, Kyle, I have something look, important to tell look, you. I was just talking to the doctor. Yeah. He said you have a traumatic brain injury. Luke, it's a, it's fine. It's fine. You may never make any Luke, sense ever again. Luke, it's fine. Okay. Because here's the deal. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know this, but this podcast is becoming real. We talked about sharks not existing, uh-huh. and then I was listening to Behind the Bastards. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The, the same Thursday that it came out, and around minute 36, they were talking about how sharks don't exist. And then you had sex with a ghost, and then now all these people are telling stories about ghost ghost fucking, and, and a lady got married to a pirate ghost, and then they got now divorced. What, what and, podcast and, are and, you talking and, about? And, you just had and, and now we got abducted by aliens, and aliens are real, and and Luke, and Sasquatches, and... and the, uh, this Kyle, Red Rock show is going to happen. Sense. We're going to throw this Red Rock show and get the call for all the Kyle's moms. Sharks not for existing? For all the Kyle's moms, what man. What are you talking about? Mo- what about not, your mom? I mean, I'm sorry. They're not called Kyle's moms anymore. But, you know, our fans. Kyle, you're not podcast. making any sense. Podcast? What podcast? <laughs> Kyle, you've had a brain injury. You fell off of your roof and landed onto a pile of wood and got... A splinter through your suboccipital lobe. You've been in a coma for the past month. 
But and we live in Spokane. That's but, true. But the but that's the, about the only true thing you've said. But the last but the last week we 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 lost our episode. What the, episode? The, what are you talking the about? The rockets destroyed our sound footage. Rockets? Yeah, for Fourth of July and Gnome. This sounds like a terrible podcast that doesn't exist. Then what have I been doing for the last month? You've been in a coma. Is that where I got this beard? Yes. Is that where I got you these long shave your jaws? You mean skibbity skibbity jumps? What did you just say? Skibbity jumps? Look, it's so crazy. I I I, I had a dream. I met the 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 inventor or something of Thorax Skibbity Jump. Yeah, you know him. He invented pajamas. Is he he's alive? Been dead? He's no. an alien. He, he gave us a ride 1700s. on his UFO. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Therax. Listen, Kyle, I want to entertain this, and you know, I'm sure a lot of stuff happens while you're under. I just want to tell you, I'm so glad you're okay. And uh, listen, you know, we we are in Spokane, and. Uh, you know, home, as you and I like to call it. Yeah. And you know, I, whatever this podcast is, I'm, I'm in interested Spokane. to hear more about it. But you need to realize, none of it happened. You were in a coma. Oh no. So many friends. Yeah. So many memories. Yeah. That I've missed out on. The last thing. Next, the you're last gonna thing tell I me like sharks exist or something weird la- like that. No, no, no. I, w- I wouldn't tell you that. We all know sharks don't exist. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I was talking crazy. You're right. I d- I just came out of a coma. You know, I'm a little frazzled. Hey, what? We're in St. Luke's Hospital. Who's that? Who's that French guy? <laughs> That's the man from a dream. <laughs> no, my plan. What is your plan? <laughs> what is going on? He was an alien. He was an alien. Yes, that was not your friend Luke. He is with me. George Lafontaine. Uh huh. Bonjour, bonjour. Where have I been? Is it really a month later? No, you fool. What? These aliens. The aliens. We're not aliens. I'm pretty sure you're an alien. You're you're a Therax. You gave me these pajamas and your UFO, and then I fell in the wood. Either way, he's dead now. I'm still feeling. Yeah, I'm I'm dead. George Lafontaine. Oh, I was gonna get, ask you to give me your gun, George Lafontaine. You speak I'll English give it to you. now. I'll give it to you. Uh, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, good word. I'm really mad at him. He made me think I was in a coma. That's crazy. It was crazy. Anyway, your friend Luke has been kidnapped by those aliens. We gotta get him back, George. I know, but remember, life's a beach. Watch out for crab aliens. Oh. <laughs>